We have a special guest with us today. Brother Rod Hillhouse is going to be preaching for us in just a moment. At this time, we'll go ahead and dismiss the, the five to nine-year-olds to their respective classes. But we're so thankful for Brother and Sister Hillhouse, who are, have been a part of our church since November when he resigned from pastoring in Fort Scott after 36-plus years and has well over 40 years of pastoral experience and 50 years of ministry. And I, I thought it would be appropriate today to have him open the word of the Lord and speak to us today. And so I'm excited about what God is going to use him to say today. Brother Hillhouse, would you come and would you give him a hand clap as he comes right now? Anybody expecting God to do great things in the remainder of this service? And why don't you give the Lord a hand clap of praise right now? Jesus, we love you. forever since we've been here and uh, we are excited about what God is doing and even though we haven't been here Pastor Blackburn has been willing to share with us what uh, God is doing so we're thankful for what God is doing it may seem like small things at times other times a little larger but we want to give God glory for it all. Amen. So I, I want to thank Pastor Blackburn, the spiritual leader of this local assembly, Cross Church, for asking me to bring the Father's Day message today. And also for his amazing tech assistance. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so today is a special day for all fathers here. And uh, we're glad everyone is here. I think what I have to say today will minister and hopefully help every one of us. But we're going to speak primarily to the fathers. Of course, it's already been said, Terry, with his dad and uh, remembering fathers. I'm so glad for my father. He passed away at 97. And we had a lot of great times together. I remember flying kites. Nobody flies kites anymore, do they? When's the last time you ever seen anybody flying a kite? We flew kites, box kites. Anybody remember a box kite? Hallelujah. Fun times. Fishing, feeding swan at the Swan Lake in Tulsa. But we welcome all of you here today. And we want to honor especially our Heavenly Father, right? the Father of all fathers, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And at this time, we are reminded of the enormous, as fathers, of the enormous responsibility upon our shoulders that we have to provide an atmosphere for our children, no matter what age, that would encourage growth and maturity in all facets of life, especially spiritual. Now, it's true that both Mother and father, those that are contributing to the welfare of their children, you know, they raise to raise their children in the fear and admonition of the Lord. However, we're going to talk to the fathers today. And you mothers, friends, whatever, you can listen in, okay? That'd be all right. So it's good to be here today. 
And I'm very thankful for God's provision in my life and my beautiful wife. And uh, she has uh, provided me with three beautiful children, two boys and a girl. And from that, we have six grands. So I'm thankful. I feel blessed today. Anybody feel blessed? Let's give the Lord a hand. I'd like for you to stand as we get ready to turn to our text today of Deuteronomy, the 31st chapter, and begin reading at verse 19. I don't come to you today as the perfect father or the perfect grandfather or even a Christian. I'm trying to be. Let me start my timer. Hallelujah. Sorry, brother. <laughs> Praise God. But uh, I come as one that is seeking to be like my heavenly Father. I want a sensitive heart and spirit to His voice. Hallelujah. And I feel I have a message for us today. And I want to speak to you about learning the Father's song. Now, therefore, write ye this song for you. This is God speaking to Moses. And teaching it the children of Israel. Put it in their mouths that this song may be a witness for me against the children of Israel. For when I shall have brought them into the land which I swear unto their fathers that floweth with milk and honey, and they shall have eaten and filled themselves and waxen fat, then will they turn <coughs> unto other gods and serve them and provoke me and break my covenant. It shall come to pass when many evils and troubles are befallen them, that this song shall testify against them as a witness. For it shall not be forgotten out of the mouths of their seed. For I know their imagination, which they go about even now, before I have brought them into the land which I swear. Moses therefore wrote this song the same day that God gave it to him. And he taught it to children of Israel. Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, we love you. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in Cross Church, and how you're using Pastor Blackburn and Sister Blackburn and others in this assembly to bring about a great harvest. And, Lord, we want your spirit to come and bless each one of us. Give us ears to hear what you would say today and a heart that would be ready to receive it and apply it in our lives. I pray for your anointing not only upon the message as it goes forth, but on the ones that would receive it. We love you and we give you glory. And everybody say, in Jesus' name. And you may be seated. <clears throat> we must understand that Moses was God's ordained deliverer to bring Israel out of Egypt into Canaan, or the promised land that flowed with milk and honey symbolic of the blessings that God was ready and prepared to bestow upon Israel. At this time in Moses' life, he was issuing his final instructions to Israel before his departure as he passes the baton of his leadership to Joshua, whom he had mentored with the help of the Lord. Because of Moses' disobedience, however, he was not allowed to take the children of Israel into the promised land, but he could view it from a distance from Mount Nebo. 
But Joshua, he would be the one permitted to bring them into their inheritance. A few years ago, I was attracted to an article about the bird learning its song from the father. As we pursue this today, we can draw a human comparison of how children are greatly influenced by the song or lifestyle of the Father. Hallelujah. Especially our Heavenly Father. Amen. Now, bird feeding. How many of you love birds? Anybody? Anybody feed birds besides a few of us older folk that ain't got a whole lot else to do? Some people think anyway. Hallelujah. We're, my wife and I, we, we love birds. We, that's just one of our favorite pastimes. In fact, some years ago, before cell phone, I still do it once in a while. But uh, in fact, at our house, just the last couple of days, we've heard the Bob White quail, you know. Well, can't do it right now, but need to wet my whistle, I guess. Hallelujah. But uh, I would use that Bob White to let my wife know where I was in a store. You know, it's just kind of, you know, somewhat subtle, but uh, nobody knew it really but her that I was whistling for her or letting her know where I was, and hopefully she was within the, the next three or four aisles or whatever. And uh, so it's kind of a fun thing, but we don't do it so much now. I pick up my phone, where are you? Hallelujah. But uh, we, we enjoy watching the birds, observing their antics, how they are very possessive in their food and the bird bath and all of this. And so in preparing for what I felt to bring today, I've done some research. It's not exhaustive, but there's some facts about birds that we can apply to our lives. And if they would uh, play the little short video, I believe, of a cardinal, northern cardinal singing. He was singing. You may not have heard it, but he's, he was singing. How many's heard a cardinal sing? How many's heard a crow sing? <laughs> How many's heard a blackbird or a bluebird? Or... It's beautiful. I enjoy watching them, listening. So I want you to understand some things today that we need to learn our Father's song. Who is our Father? Jesus. Amen. Everybody say Jesus. Now, as fathers, we need to plug into our heavenly father so we can learn his song. It's not necessarily words that have been put to music. All right. It's his word, his lifestyle that he would like for us to pattern ourselves after him. So when the mother bird is sitting, the father bird sings for joy. I'll bring you a few facts and then we'll come. And when the young birds are hatched, he teaches them his song. Now, I never knew this. Maybe some of you were aware of this. But the father teaches the hatchlings, the fledglings, his song. Some birds have very delicate throats. They have muscles. And if you can be close to one when they're singing, you can see these muscles quiver uh, like the strings of a violin. 
And the young birds, they have to work to make these muscles function as they really should. So, naturally speaking, it takes children a while to learn how to speak our language or their natural language, whatever that might be. Amen? And they're, they're kind of starting out jabbering. We, we look at our, maybe the, another parent or somebody else. Do you know? I'll tell you what. Who knows? Another child, lots of times, will understand what they're saying. So it takes a little while for that child to be able to communicate and us to communicate with them. Likewise, I've noticed in the spiritual realm, even new converts, as they're learning to exercise their spiritual muscles, muscles to discern between good and evil and how to apply the word from the pastor into their lives and, and the word that they study in the scriptures and, and they're able to learn how to assimilate or to accommodate the Father's song in their lives. It's interesting to hear a young blackbird or thrush begin to try a tune. First he sounds a note and then maybe a second note and then a third note. And finally, through his persistence, uh, he's able to uh, learn that father's song that has been taught to him. It's important that we, as those of us who have gathered here today, I'm sure you're here because you want to go to heaven. I'm sure you're here because you want to know more about Jesus uh, than what you've ever known before. Uh, I believe you're here because you didn't know what you're going to hear today, but you want to learn the Father's song. Can I get a witness? <clears throat> I understand that baby birds, they learn to sing by replaying songs in their heads while they sleep. And scientists have found that recordings taken from dozing, dozing bird brains show they flickered with bursts of activity that corresponded to songs they had just heard the day before. After a good night's rest, chicks that had been taught to sing by playing that, them the sound of a, an adult bird the day before that performed much better suggesting that their brains had worked on songs as they slumber. Our children learn by repetition. When you're memorizing a scripture, God bless you if you can get it the first time you read it. That's wonderful. But it takes me back over again, Brother Brown, again and again. Brother Blackburn, I've got to, and the older I get, oh my, I have to do it more and more often. But children learn by repetition. And they learn quickly. They can learn a foreign language quicker than you can as an adult. Somebody say praise the Lord. Often when we're sleeping, I remember when I started working at Safeway, I, I sat groceries all day. Or when I got home that night, I sat groceries all night. How many ever experienced that? Hallelujah. And, you know, because it, we are rehearsing that which we've heard. Well... What do our children hear so they can rehearse it? Praise the Lord. Our child, our, our, one of our children, our oldest, our daughter, uh, Dacia, I remember when she was just a child, she would get out there on that swing, and she would swing and sing, Jesus loves me, this I know. 
For the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak. He is strong. Where did you learn that? At the church, Sunday school. God bless our Sunday school teachers. At home, when the children were younger, we would sing a lot of songs that they could learn easy. They're in the home. Hallelujah. Teaching them, everybody say, the Father's song. So now she's leading in worship. I'm sure Brother and Sister Blackburn could say the same thing concerning Anna. Hallelujah. There is still so much that we can learn from the birds. One of the things that I think is very important is, and that is that they learn at a very early age. They say in that first 60 days is extremely important. Our children are very pliable and impressionable at that early age. Amen. You take uh, 60 days of a bird such as a parakeet, it would compare to like one and a half to two years of an adult, or uh, not of adult, but of a human. And our children at that young age are so impressionable. Hallelujah. They learn things, good or bad, that could be with them for the rest of their lives. Uh, fathers, uh, what are we teaching our children? Hallelujah. Birds that have not learned to sing will most likely never be able to attract a mate or they will have trouble gaining territory. We have problems sometimes in our Christian walk because we're not learning the Father's song. Hallelujah. We don't know how to walk like the Father wants us to walk. We don't know how to talk like the Father wants us to talk. Hallelujah. He wants to teach us his song. I don't know about you, but I want to still keep learning the song of my heavenly Father. Hallelujah. They found out that birds... We'll learn the song better. Are you ready for this? If they're in a cage right next to their father for a period of time. In other words, when you are close to your children, they're able to see you and observe your lifestyle, good or bad. But they also, it also gives you an opportunity to influence them for the kingdom. Hallelujah. In his presence, Pastor, you mentioned it. It's where it's all at. He made it possible we can be in his presence all the time. Praise him in the good. Praise him in the bad. He comes and he inhabits our praise. Hallelujah. You want to learn the Father's song? I believe it could be, you know, godly worship songs. I believe that could be a part of that. We learn from one another. Amen. Psalms 28, 7, the Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him. I am helped, therefore my heart greatly rejoiceth. And with my song, David said, will I praise him. We need to look as we're rearing our children, our family, those that are in our circle of influence. We want them to serve the Lord. We need to look for opportunities. I was thinking of the word intentional when you were talking about tithes and offerings a while ago. We need to be intentional with our lifestyle, learning the Father's song. Hallelujah. They have found that babies, baby birds, hallelujah, they do not learn 
just from being around totally. It must be something that is taught them. In other words, it's not by osmosis. Your children don't just automatically grow up to be great. There has got to be some instruction, my friend, in the home. There's got to be a desire to teach our Heavenly Father the song. So we, we uh, look for times that we can give God glory. This is what the Lord done. Look here, son. Look here, daughter. Whoever you're in, responsible for, look what God has done in my life. I remember one time we weren't even, we weren't even expecting it or whatever. And God just brought in some chocolate. I think I might have mentioned chocolate. I don't know. God has provided chocolate. He's provided many things before I even ask him, before I even pray. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek ye first the song of our Father. Hallelujah. In 1 Chronicles 25 and 6, uh, there was a na- man by the name of Heman, uh, and the king had ordered him and Asaph and Jedithan to, to take care of the worship. Uh, and he had 14 sons, three daughters, and these were all under the hands of their father for song, learning what the father was doing. Somebody say hallelujah. Give me just a, just a little bit more. You know, what are we communicating with our children? Faith or doubt? Are we communicating joy or sorrow? Do they see it? He's taught on giving today. Do they see our giving as something? Pastor's going to feel like I'm not cooperating with the church, so I'm going to. Here it is, Pastor. Grudgingly? No, we don't want to give grudgingly. Whatever that child sees and observes in us is very possibly going to be reflected in their lives. I don't know if you like broccoli or not, but if you don't like broccoli, there's a good chance your daughters and sons are not going to like broccoli. If you don't eat some good foods that are for you, I'll I'll see some smiles, yeah. I mean, you know, if we don't like it. Now, I've got a granddaughter. Her mother does not like beets, and she gets all lit up when you put beets down in front of her. She learned to love beets, probably from Mimi and Pompey. Hallelujah. But she didn't learn that from my daughter and son-in-law. But I want you to know, typically, if they're left to just whatever mom and dad says and does, they may not learn the right song. It's who we're listening to. It's who we are giving ourselves to in worship and praise. The Lord our Father has his songs he wants us to learn like, Lo, I am with you always. For with God there is nothing impossible. Or be careful for nothing. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, I got this bill to pay. Should I pay tithes or should I pay my bill? Or give my tithes or pay the bill? The Scripture is full of the Father's song. That's why we need to love the Scripture. We need to come to church. We need to understand that the Word of God is a lamp into our feet, a light into our path. It helps us learn the Father's song. There was a woman in Tulsa in our church there. 
She knew Psalms 91.4. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. And one night as she was coming home from a bus stop, walking home for a few blocks, there was this uh, being that was following her. And when she picked up her pace, it picked up his pace. And she didn't know what else to do. She was scared. And she, it just came to her, and she started crying out, Feathers! 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 Hallelujah! Well, Psalms 91.4 says, He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. And the Lord came and spared her life. There was no harm, and all she was hollering was feathers. But that was the song she had learned from the Father. Somebody say hallelujah. Psalms 40 and 3, for the new converts, he's put a new song in my mouth. Even praise unto God, many shall see it and fear and shall trust the Lord. Let me just say this as the musicians are coming. Others know. Others know. Everybody say others know. What song we're singing. I didn't cover it much, but baby birds, they can learn the song of another species if they're with them long enough. And I remember Brother Blackburn, sometimes our kids would go visit other kids, and they'd come back with speech that was not acceptable in our house. They came back with instructions for us. Well, this is what they do at that house. We say, well, we're not responsible for that house. You eat here. You sleep here. Is this okay? Hallelujah. God wants us to learn His song. We are susceptible, every one of us, listen to me carefully, to learn another song that's not His song. It's who we spend time with. It's who we allow to speak with spiritual authority in our lives. Shall we stand? Fathers, we must rely upon the word of the Lord and His Spirit within our lives. Many books are written, someone has said, for information. But there's only one book that's really written for our transformation. If we get this in our hearts, we'll be able to learn His song. And nothing is much more precious than when that little one of yours, your own child or grandchild, comes up and says, please pray. Please pray for my Awe. Please pray for my Bobo. That reflects they've had some teaching about the Father's Son. You want to teach the Father's Son, Pastor? Jesus said, without Him we can do nothing, but with His help we can do all things. As Brother Blackburn has preached recently, we must repent. Be born again of the water and the Spirit. 
as we identify with Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. The Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, is the power of Christ in us, enabling us to live above sin. Come on. <laughs> I say to live above sin and be the witness, as Acts 1.8 says, to all of those in our circle of influence for the glory of God. Brother Blackford, I would like for all of you fathers that would like to participate, if you would come to the front. We're acknowledging our need of God. We are acknowledging, I can't do this by myself, Lord. But it's more than just being a better father. It's being a godly father that learns the father's song. Not necessarily music, although that can be a part of it. But it's that song of faith, that song of victory, that song of confidence and trust. He will be a shield. You want him to be a shield? We have to submit to Him. We have to commit to Him. And we have to ask Him to fill us, to thrill us with His Spirit. But somehow, when all the dust settles, for the blackbird, I've done all I can do to teach them the Father's song. Because I've been trying to stay close to the Father. And when we're staying close to the Father, we learn how to say it. We learn how to sing this song. We learn how to be one who learns the Father's song. Jesus said, come and take my yoke upon you. Learn of me. He wants us to learn of him. Hallelujah. Stand behind these fathers. If any of these fathers are a relative to you, I, I ask you to come and stand behind them. Hallelujah. Our men, my goodness, we need God to touch us and anoint us. Hallelujah. It's more than just bringing children to the world. And sometimes there are those that didn't bring them into the world, but they're still taking care of them. We have a great responsibility. Whatever your situation is, lift your hands to the Lord right now. Hallelujah. Let's ask God. Lord, we need you today. Lord, we are human fathers. You are a heavenly father. We realize, Lord, that we are got to be totally dependent upon you. Teach us, Lord, your song. Help us to be that father you would have us to be. Help us to plug into your presence often. Help us, Lord, to read your word. Let your word speak to our hearts, our minds. Help us, Lord, to be able to exemplify, Lord, unto those, Lord, in our circle of influence, that song that you have taught us. It will make a difference not only in our lives, but those whom we mentor, those who we instruct, those who we try to encourage. 
Lord, if we don't have it in our hearts, uh, we can't deliver the message. Uh, If we don't have it in our spirit, uh, we cannot be that father uh, that you would have us to be. Uh, Help us to hide your word in our heart. Uh, Help us, oh God, to be everything that we should be, that there might be an increase in your kingdom. Uh, Help us never cease to learn your song and draw closer and nearer to you for you're going to come back one of these days and I believe it's soon help us to be filled with the spirit if you don't have the Holy Ghost I challenge you to seek him I challenge you to I challenge you to you yourself hallelujah to him let's love him all over the house hallelujah hallelujah hallelujah